gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, that's exactly the score, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably come in the forehead. Welcome to Kafaro Cast, everyone. I'm finally back in the office. I've been uh, in far west Texas a little bit too long, probably, but uh, I uh, recently got contacted uh, by a good friend of mine, longtime friend, John Stallone, um, and uh, he was talking to me about uh, what he's affiliated with, one of the founders or, 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 or a big wig with him, whatever you want to call it, uh, but it's howforwildlife.org. Um, these guys are pretty amazing. I, I've always shared their stuff, but I never really, you know, dove into the weeds too much. And recently I've been overloaded with guys telling me to get them on the podcast, um, you know, so on and so forth. So uh, I have John Stallone on here uh, as well as Charles Whitman. Um, guys, thanks for coming on and let, let's, let's, let's figure it out. What, let everybody know what you guys are doing. Uh, I appreciate Going it. On. So How's guy going on? Texas, huh? Yeah, yeah, for uh, our dad and mule deer in uh, like far west, uh, far west Texas. So that's awesome, man. That's, that sounds like a fun place to guide. Uh, it is because it's something to do when um you know it, when nothing else is open. I'm down there doing that, so it's a little, physically wise. I get beat up a little bit, actually worse than a pr- people probably imagine as far as Texas goes. But uh, but yeah. So what what uh why don't you guys kind of you know, roll out the red carpet as far as what you guys are doing. Uh, I know you're doing really good things, um, how it got started, what your guys' affiliation titles, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so about a year ago, we had a bill in California to ban bear hunting again. And we, John and I talked about, John and I have been hunting together for a long time. We've been friends for I don't even know how long now for quite a while, but I called up John and said, Hey, this is going on. You know, I haven't heard anything about it. Nobody brought it up. And he said, try change.org. So I was like, really? The petition site? So we, we did that and it, it blew up. I mean, we got 27,000 signatures in five days and the bill was pulled. There was just a huge uprising of resistance to that bill through emails. And we also had a, uh, like a call set up to go to the sponsoring senator and, and whatnot. So something worked that hadn't been done before and it gave the everyday hunter or anybody who wanted to be involved, it gave them something to do and it really lit the fire. So we knew there was a void to fill there mm-hmm. and that's when we started working on what is now known as Howl for Wildlife. Um, and we literally just launched it on Tuesday, January 11th, kind of sort of on accident. And it was, it was for something that it came up in, in Arizona and we were just going to try it out, see how it, make sure it didn't have any bugs and everything worked out right. And everything has worked out really well, but also on that day and the following days, all of these bills came out. So the timing could not have been any better. And now it's, it is blowing up. I mean, here we are on this podcast and it's been podcasts every day and people are getting involved and people are adding their voice to um, these petitions or emails that we have set up. Super exciting news this morning. 
out of New Hampshire on one of the bills we were working on. That bill got killed 18 to one. And uh, yesterday, a rep that is in, from New Hampshire had emailed me. It was a strange email. I'm not sure if he was pro or against what we were doing. I guess it doesn't matter. But he said he thinks this bill would have passed. But unfortunately, he was against it. But he said, unfortunately, against what we're doing. Uh, So he said, unfortunately, you have sent or have had people send or whatever so many emails. the The frustration levels are so high that it has come out of the Fish and Game Committee to essentially kill this bill. So if this was your efforts, Machiavelli would be proud. <laughs> and I got this yesterday, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if this is true. I wonder if, it, you know, you don't know. I, anybody could have sent me that, I guess, right? And this morning we got the text, and it's true. They voted on it. And uh, it's cool to know. I mean, there was a lot of organizations, there were some organizations, I don't know about a lot, but there was a lot of uh, you know, pressure put on them, but it's cool to know and get a, a message to see that what we did really had an impact and for whatever reason that guy wanted to send me a direct email. So that's what we're doing. So if there's a if there's an issue in any state that has to do with generally banning hunting, we are going to get involved. Wildlife, wildlife a, management. Wildlife manager, we're going to get involved and share that with everybody in all 50 states to to get involved in that state because we feel um, there's nothing wrong with crossing state lines to hunt. There's nothing wrong with we make our voices heard when we buy licenses and tags across state lines. And the opposition does this. They have support from all over the place. So they just kind of go from state to state to state to see where they can win. So we're just like, all right, well, we're going to do the same thing. And uh, and, and trying to work with all of the other orgs and clubs and everybody else that's out there to get our voice. And what I mean by our voice is everybody get our voice to be focused in one direction. So we made it super easy. You can take three seconds to take action on a lot of the simple things that we, that we offer. Yeah. We basically saw a need for something a little bit more fast acting because the old, the old way of doing things was not really working. Um, you know, uh, and I'm definitely not putting down the, you know, the other organizations out there, they do great work. 90% of those organizations, their main focus is, you know, land acquisition and habitat improvement. This is all necessary stuff. So they're not really designed or geared to battle with, uh, Houston's of, uh, of America. And, uh, so we wanted to have something where, again, you know, it was a lot more fast. It was a lot faster moving, a lot, not waiting until it got to the courts or till we had to wait for lobbyists and this and so on and so forth. So we, when things come up, we could just nip it in the butt right there. And, um, you know, we, we, Charles mentioned the, the bill in, in California last year that kind of sparked it, but we also did a few more to kind of proof of concept, and we had success with those as well. And we just knew that if we did something like this, that we can get, I mean, there's 15 million hunters, right? And that's not just, if you include anglers and, and everything else, 
you know, we're a force to be reckoned with. That's a lot, a lot bigger than the anti-hunting community could, could deal with. Um, and we knew that if we can focus everybody's with one howl, with one voice in one direction on specific bills that we, we have a huge impact. And so far it's, uh, it's proven that it's, it's working. Yeah. I, I mean, from, from my, uh, my lens or perspective, obviously, and I've been, I've been gone uh, a lot. Um, anytime I'm getting screenshots and, uh, Hey, get these guys on the podcast or, Hey, share this. Um, that's a good sign that it's, that it's working, um, in a relatively short period of time. The, the one thing, and you guys obviously knocked it out of the park that always, uh, amazed me is how, I'd say fast tracking, but, uh, very, very dynamic. The, the anti hunters are in getting the word out and, and, you know, even though hunters are very passionate about what we do, we're not as dynamic as the, the antis or, you know, in, in, in the case of like wolf reintroduction. Um, you know, they were on every street corner, every mall, sign this petition. Um, you know, I, I, what you guys are doing is, is not necessarily new, but it's certainly new to the hunting community and the easier you can make it to make your voice heard is, is, is for the best. So what, what things have you guys tackled so far? Um, you know, kind of let people know, uh, you know, in your, in your, in your short history, you guys have done some pretty great things. Yeah, so in um, in two weeks now, we well, can go back a year to the bear bill. We weren't necessarily we weren't hall for wildlife back then. We were just you know people trying to do things. But it, since we launched in, in two weeks, um, let me just go to the page so I don't forget. It just started with Arizona, and that is oh, John, you comment on that. I mean, it, it's. Still an issue, I guess. However, the Arizona Game and Fish Commission has said we have no intentions of getting rid of or, or reducing uh, bear hunting or lion hunting or bobcat hunting. So there was there's that issue. That was the first issue. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty much considering that a win already. But um, and we knew that was the most winnable because we were just dealing with the. Um, with the open comment period, we were just trying, the, the goal there was we were trying to show that, well, what was actually happening was the anti-hunters were trying to show that there is a skewed view from the public that, um, that they don't want the public, the main public does not want lion hunting, bear hunting, and, and uh, bobcat hunting. So, if they show that during the open public or excuse me, open comment period, it forces the Game and Fish Commission to kind of look into it because the social science says that there might be a, there might be a problem with this hunting, with this you know section of hunting. So what we effectively did was um, we sent in triple the amount of comments. Um, to the game of fish stating that we support science-based management practices and that we feel that it's imperative that, you know, the current uh, management practices for in hunting seasons for 
lion and bear and bobcat stay in place. And I mean, ultimately, they agreed with us. They they did they didn't disagree with us from the get go because you know they they understand you know the, the importance of having you know everything managed. You can't you can't just come into a system in one angle and expect it not to be altered on a different, there's, you know, with, when you talk about wildlife management, it's got to be looked at holistically all the time. You, every time you enter into the system, you have to expect a reaction somewhere else. So, um, and game and fish understand that that's, you know, that's part of your training in, in becoming a wildlife biologist and game manager and all that stuff. So, Basically, they were they were hearing a bunch of comments from Anthony Hunters, and there was a, a a comment that I believe came out of the fishing game that oh, we haven't heard from the hunters on this. So that's sort of what spurred that. That was the first action. We're like, okay, well, let's have them hear from the hunters. So that's that's where this is now, and um, that looks currently. Well, I'm looks actually supposed good. to have a conversation with them today about it. Um, there is an uh, there is an actual bill drawn up, uh, um, or a petition to include a bill um, at the state level. I don't know where that's at yet, and I don't know what we need to do um, thus far. I'm still trying to get the information on that because that that's basically a ballot box thing. So um, we might have to, you know, focus our efforts on that. Yeah, so, that, so that would that would be the next step. Um, the next one, I think, was uh, the California another California bill to ban bear hunting. Um, so we are working on that. Uh, basically, the the quote unquote science in this bill that they are using to to say why we need to ban bear hunting is it's wildly flawed. The stuff they come up with and the cherry picking is just it doesn't make any sense. So, you know, there's actual wildlife biologists that are, that are on this and, and have broken this down. And so we're just going to, we're going to fight them with data and truth and science and, and uh, win this again. Um, Washington state was, is kind of an ongoing issue. This, this was an issue before we launched, but basically because of the technicality, yeah, there's probably a few reasons, but because of the technicality, they decided to cancel their 2022 spring bear season. And there was hunter um, resistance to that and many emails being sent. And at the end of the day, what happened was there was an emergency um, committee meeting where they were considering these new petitions that were drawn up to change the way the rulemaking process worked because it was really, honestly, it was kind of screwed up. And like I said, it was a technicality. They re-voted on it to reconsider 2022 spring bear season and they voted to, yes, do that. So there's now, it's, it's one step in the right direction. So now I think in March there will be uh, a, a vote to, to bring back that spring bear season. And bunch of stuff going on. It's kind of multi-level what's going on there. The governor, there were some empty seats on the commission board as well. And as of yesterday, the governor just appointed, filled those seats. And so we are looking in to see who they are. Um, 
what they stand for, whatnot. And because they're going to, and one of our actions was an action to the governor. I could see this coming. I'm like, Oh, there's three empty seats. So that needs to be one of our actions for Washington state It's to the governor to appoint commissioners who understand science-based wildlife management, who understand the North American model of wildlife conservation and so on and so forth and what that means. So uh, hopefully that was right now, right? There's, there's four anti, pretty much anti-hunters on the commission. Um, well, I, I, I don't know that I would vote anti-hunters, but there's one that says he's a hunter and, but he, he still wants to, he's talking in circles. It was crazy listening to their Zoom meeting, but he's like, Oh, I'm a hunter and I grew up and blah, blah, blah. But we can't lose the public trust, um, on this We you know, cause they're going to say, we, we voted on this. Yes. And then we voted against it. So everyone's going to think we're just some chaos here. And I'm like, dude, all right, you're going to lose some support <laughs> with what you just said. But anyway, uh, and then the next one that came out, I mean, this was all in a few days. Aaron. And the next one that came out was, was the Colorado bill. SB 22031, uh, that's the ban mountain lion hunting lynx hunting, which is already, it's already really protected. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they throw things in there to like, oh, the cute little lynx. It's already, you know, it's a repeat of a law that already exists. Um, and then it also would outlaw bobcat hunting. So that has been our biggest push so far for whatever reason. Um, more people have jumped on that bill to add their voice um, than, than any other bill so far. And again, there's a lot of organizations working on this. Uh, we, I have two um, direct messages from two of, there's four sponsors on that bill. There was, now there's two. Two have pulled their name from that and they said, um, and I don't know if they've changed their mind, but they pulled their name because of the pressure due in part from, from, from what we provided, you know, the pressure that we put on them. Um, and, uh, and I actually, we emailed back and forth like, Hey, I'd love to talk to you about why you did what you did. And maybe I can explain some things and maybe, you know, maybe we can help out. And she's like, yeah, please schedule it with, I don't know, my intern or whatever. And I would love to talk to you for, you know, 30 minutes or something. So we're, we're building relationships and we think that goes a long ways in, in this fight. And then, uh, New Hampshire just got pulled. That was, that was a bill to, that basically makes it impossible to train, um, scent dogs where, um, where like hares are, are captured totally humanely. They're, they're released into, uh, an open area to leave their scent. The dogs aren't there to kill them. The dogs aren't there to find them. And that's not what they're, it's a, it's a scent thing. So that was going to be banned. And that's the one I spoke about this morning that, that was, that was killed 18 to one. And then the other one, another new one is in California and it's a wild pig bill. And it's essentially a repeat of the wild pig bill that was brought forth in 2018. And it looks good on the surface. Um, but there's language in there that is, I'm sure supported by the same people that it was in 2018. And that was an anti-hunting group. I can't remember if it was Houston or not the Humane Society of the United States or not, but the same language is in there. And it basically takes away certain opportunities 
um, that we have in California for um, that provide access for like disabled vets and um, injured injured hunters, kids, youth, new hunters, hunting schools. Um, it's kind of there's a few businesses here who who run um, like a they're, they're calling it a preserve hunting. So they have exotics essentially, and for whatever reason they feel like making it a, let's have a bill to, you know, address the wild pig problem in California, but let's also pick on exotics and try and ban that because that has something to do with the wild pig problem, which doesn't make any sense because they're not actually related. Um, so anyway, the devil's in the details on that one and the devil's in the details on a lot of these bills and it takes, they're very strange. <laughs> It takes the uh, the exciting hours of breaking down bills and figuring out what's really going on and what everything means. So we're slowly building a team to do that and just trying to stay on top of trying to stay on top of everything. But the main goal is to make it easy for everybody to get involved. Gotcha. So kind of going like like fast forward uh, a little bit. Uh, just cause you guys are relatively new, what, what can people like myself do obviously other than promote you guys and, and let everybody know what you're doing, what can listeners, uh, you know, right now that listen to this podcast, what, what can people do, uh, to help you guys? Is it, it, it monetary, uh, you know, get the word out. I mean, what are you looking for, uh, you know, from, from hunters? Well, everything. Hey, go ahead, John. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen, so the, the main the main idea behind all this is something that I've been kind of kind of pushing for years now is having unity. One of the main problems we have is, as hunters is that we're all involved in our little niche. You know, is the, the elk guys, is the mule deer guys, the whitetail guys, the bear guys, the predator guys, you know. Everybody's kind of got their own duck guys, you know everybody's got their own little niche and you know, one of the problems we have is what is a guy in New York that tree stand hunts for whitetail gives, you know, a crap about a guy in, you know, Colorado who, who hunts elk. It, there's a, a large disconnect there. And the main goal is here is to get everybody to understand that we're all in this together. Because if they come, okay, now you, you can see all this stuff right now that, that we've been dealing with, the predator stuff, because it's low-hanging. It's the low-hanging fruit, so to speak. And it's the easiest for the anti-hunting groups to win to get their foot in the door. But they know if they get their foot in the door with this, eventually they're going to be able to get other stuff. So it's really important and the message that we're trying to get out is to get everybody to understand that you may not be a bear hunter. You may not be a lion or you may not even like those things. You might even be against them in some way, like morally, like it's not your cup of tea, whatever the case may be. But the main thing is you need to understand is that all hunting and all management practices have to be, all have to be sacred to us. We have, whether we do them or not, we have to stand up with each other. We need to 
um, lock arms. Because guess what? The other side has no problem doing that. They have, you know, they have to save the well people. They have to save the fields. They got all their own little things too, but they have no problem coming together to fight us. Their sole purpose in life is to fight us. Like, that's all Houston does. They make billions of dollars a year just to fight on it. And, you know, obviously there's some other, you know, industrial stuff that involve animals and stuff that they get involved in. But most of it has to do with hunting and they make a living doing that. So we need to be unified. That's the main, main thing. And what we're doing with how is giving a place for everybody. One, to become unified Two, that it's, super fast and super easy for somebody who, you know, only has a couple of minutes to spend to say, Hey, I'm going to get involved in this. I'm going to put my name in the hat and say, Hey, I'm John Smith. I approve this message. And, you know, and, and, and I'm showing my voice, you know? So that is the, the main thing right there is to get everybody to understand that we're all in this together. How for Wildlife needs you to go become a member. Yes, we run on donations, so donate would be great also. Um, and, and and just be there when we, when we need you to, to, you know, to hear your voice, to have your voice be heard. So where, where can, um, uh, I mean, obviously, the voice being heard, you guys are helping out with that. Where can people donate uh, to you guys? Have a website? Um, I mean, what's the, the easiest way to get some, some funds heading your way? Yeah, it's, it's howforwildlife.org, and there's a donate button, um, a few of them. And also, when you, <laughs> when you take an action or if you get an email, there's always a link. Because it is important, obviously, for us, this... this um, for many reasons, this, this website and this whole thing that we've built is not exactly cheap um, to to uh, to pay for that and to run um, that. But additionally, what we want to do is we want to spend the funds in a really creative way, in and in a, again, in a new way, in a way that gets people involved. So, um, and I think one of the if, if you've been following us on Instagram, you'll see some of this. One of the things that we think we need to change is get more mainstream advertising out there about hunting dollars and what that means for wildlife conservation. Yeah. There's we a, want to take a page out of the, out of the book of our entity right now. Yeah. They do a great yeah. job of pushing things out to the non-hunting public. And we want to do the same thing. We want to educate people. We want to teach the non-hunting public that where the dollars come from. Why? Why we still have wildlife on the landscape? You know, I I told this story many times. Like I I had a room full of kids, ten guys in their early twenties, and I asked them. I said, "Can you guys show me your hands? Who who knows where money comes from for what? You know, for wildlife conservation?" And everybody had the same answer: taxes. Well, and then I had to go, go through and explain to them, no, it's not, you know, your income tax or your, it comes from a special excise tax. So unless you purchase, you know, a hunting 
hunting license or hunting gear or uh, sporting goods that, that are affected by this tax, you do not have any funds going towards, you know, wildlife conservation and so on and so forth. And it was just eye-opening. And I started kind of doing this a little bit more over the years and just kind of like, you know, injecting it into conversation when, when I'm having a conversation with people, you know, oh, you're you know, professional, go home, da, 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 you know, and, you know, you kind of inject it into the conversation and then people's eyes are like, oh, really, that's how it works. You would be surprised on how many hunters don't even know that it works that way. So the goal is, like Charles said, is to, to start getting a little bit more creative and, 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 and maybe putting out some commercials, some other, uh, you know, literature and so on and so forth and ways to get the non-hunting public to understand. And we want, we want to, we want to turn the hunting industry, the industry. So if you're just a hunter who hunts, whatever, um, if you are in the, in any organization, if you are a brand, if you're whatever, we want to turn from top to bottom, everybody into an activist because we feel like, you need to be because that's who we're facing and they're beating us with smaller numbers. And if we, if we take a certain percentage of what we spend and what I mean is time and effort, of course, money, um, on just take a certain percentage out of what we spend in, you know, posting about hunting and everything, which of course we're not going to stop that. What can we do to make an impact? What can we do to take actions? And our, our website's going to go beyond just signing your name to something. We have, we're, you can put this out there as well. We are looking for, I don't know, liaisons would be the name or something, ambassadors or something in each state that can help with um, being on top of, you know, having their pulse on top of what's going on in, in the state. And one of the things we're doing is getting people involved in, say, fish and game committee meetings. So when they want you, when there's an opportunity to show up at that meeting, not just showing up, it's also we also had a zoom meeting before that, that two hours or whatever, however long it needs to take where we break down what's going to be discussed, how the meetings work, um, what it is you should say, let's answer all the questions. So then when we as hunters show up, we're showing up intelligently. We're not just saying we support hunting. We're showing up saying we're, we support it because of this. And this is why this bill is bad because of this. And I'm concerned because of this. And that's exactly what the opposition does. And that's exactly what we need to do. And I think we can make them, if we run ourselves out of business, we'll be successful. What I really honestly want to do, because we do have science, data, truth, integrity, all of that on our side. I want to make these anti-hunting organizations irrelevant. So when they come to a senator or a congressman or a representative or something, say, hey, we've drawn up this bill. We'll get behind you on this. We think you can win. When that happens, they say, no way. Because it's too much resistance. It's not the truth. It's deceitful. The information that you call science that you put into these bills. No, we're not going to do that. And I, I honestly think we can make them irrelevant. That should be our goal if we want our kids and our grandkids and generations of this to happen. Or even for it to continue in my lifetime. Because they get their way, they're going to, you can see it in Oregon, the, the, the Oregon bill that might go to the ballot box outlaws fishing across the board, all fishing, all hunting. Right. If you have a, if you have a, you can't even neuter your dog. 
you can't neuter your dog. You can't breed animals. You can't, it's that's everything's out on the table right there. That's, that's the end goal. So with that in mind, the message from everybody is how do we get involved? How do we make an impact? How do we become whatever it is you want to, you want to call yourself an activist, a hunter activist, whatever. We got to do something. It's very, very clear. It's not, this isn't the California thing anymore. It's Colorado. It's Washington. It's, it's you name it. So what do you, what, in front of us. what do you guys see as the next, uh, big issue? Like, uh, do you guys get, um, things coming down the pipe, maybe, uh, so like, like some foresight or way ahead that, that, uh, uh, the feelers are kind of popping up that something's going to be happening in a, in a state sooner than everyone else. Um, or does it, you guys hit it right when it comes to you and it's never, never early. Um, well, it, it seems like the, they're, you know, they're trying it out in some states and it always starts. It seems to always start with predator management because there's a lot of misinformation going around, um, about, about predators and, and their, their role, um, their need for management. Uh, there's some, you know, it'll, it'll start with maybe trapping or something like that. Um, but once they get rid of that, and this goes back to what John was saying earlier, once, if, if they can get rid of that, then that makes the ungulates underneath of them suffer. Right. And what John was saying earlier is they try things out in other states so they can gain, gain momentum, but let's think about it on, on this level as well. Let's say all predator management was gone just for the sake of saying that. What effect will that have on the ungulate population in say one decade? If, if we're basing this all on a science-based wildlife management approach, we would have to either reduce the hunting pressure because when there's no predator management at all, that's going to hurt the ungulate numbers, which means the management for, for them is going to have to be reconsidered. So we might lose hunting on them as well. So that's, and then, and then down the Turkey and everything else. Um, so that's why we say like, if you're in Louisiana and you hear something about happening in California, if it's successful in California, it will come to your state eventually. That's, that's the goal here. So that's why we try to get everybody involved. No, it makes, it right makes, when it comes out. It makes total sense. And I, I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the thick of things on uh, the negative side, I guess, here in Colorado. Um, and, uh, and they do, our, our enemy does a very good job at getting the word out. They do a very good job at hitting the pavement. Um, so something like this, obviously, is very near and dear to me because, um, you, you know, well, I have a platform for one that I can help spread the word, um, you know, also help you through, you know, the company monetarily, which is great. Um, just, you know, I, I, people probably don't realize you've touched on it. You know, once they take one thing away that the floodgates are going to open, um, you know, giving them any ground or traction is, is a nightmare. So, and in Colorado, uh, you know, Boulder, like in, in Denver pretty much run the state. So that, that's what is kind of difficult. Same with Washington, uh, Seattle, Oregon, Portland. Um, you know, and most of those people that are voting, uh, from, from what I've seen in my knowledge, don't even really go out in the woods. Um, you know, they, they walk around into a mall and have p whoever sign whatever petition they have, 
uh, that have no idea about what's going on, uh, you know, in the woods and in the wilderness or, or with wildlife. And, and obviously with you guys talking about educating that, that's a big deal. Yeah. It's on us, you know, it's on us as individual uh, hunters to, to engage with people and, 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 you know, first educate yourself because there's nothing worse than, you know, only telling half the story. Um, but educate yourself and then engage with people. You know, that conversation you have with your buddy at work at the, you know, at the water cooler might, might be a saving grace on one of these bills because you had a conversation with a non-hunter. Now he understands, oh, this is probably not a good idea if I, you know, vote with, you know, to ban this or ban that or change this. So it, it's, we got to do what, what they've been doing. If you, if you look through history, this is not, I mean, they've been working at this a long time. And, you know, the anti-hunting, they, they infiltrated just about everything. If you look at mass media, they, they have so many big, big name people. I mean, even Disney, like, okay, if look at movies and, and uh, the hunter is always villainized. We're never the hero, ever, 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 ever. Uh, Hugga Hunter, Yeah. .com. yeah. I love it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking of Colorado, Colorado yeah. is actually one of the few states, so one of the only states that I really know of that could put any real uh, effort towards trying to bridge the gap between the hunter and the non-hunter. And, um, yeah, we're working on some of that advertising. I think yeah, you saw that there in that video, that Tug Hunter. It's actually from a few years ago, but it's like, God, that's, that's the messaging we need. That's the kind of videos we need, um, to, to spark the conversation. Um, yeah. but I do I also, so with the website, when you join, um, besides making it easy, we have, I mean, I think this is working. Uh, we are, we've also incentivized your actions. So you don't have to do anything for it, but when you take an action, you get automatically entered into random drawings and we have, you know, partners, um, that have, that have partnered with us for the rewards program. So you can just do one day you'll just might get an email and say, Hey, you've won a stone glacier solo pack. That's one of our things and a, and a lifetime membership to the Western bear foundation or a, for Colorado, we have a full day float trip, um, with, um, mentor and anglers that are out of Colorado, uh, fly fishing trip, uh, for two. Um, so there's, and there's, there's more rewards on here and there's more that we're working on right now, but it's, it's also just, it's just a cool thing. Like, Hey, come take action. It's super easy. And these people are willing to support you and we can filter that like for anybody who's interested in, and, in, you know, partnering with us on the rewards, we can filter criteria. We can filter it by, we have a point system. So there's a value added to all of the different things that you can do on our website. Um, we can filter it by, have you taken this action? Do you have this many points, whatever it is. Um, and we're building that into, basically just getting the, also just getting the industry involved in activism and, you know, saying, Hey, instead of, and I'm not talking down on this, but instead of having a contest where it's, you know, <laughs> share this with 18 people and comment this and like this page, that's cool. I totally get it. Why that needs to be done. But let's also give people, um, let's say, Hey, we want you to take action. We want you to do something that matters. And, 
when you do that, we've got these awesome rewards for you as well. And, uh, so it's just kind of a, it's just kind of a win-win on that. And, uh, makes us, that's important for, for everybody to know as well. Gotcha. Well, um, man, I don't want to keep you guys on here, you know, all day. A biggest thing I wanted to get the word out, let everybody know, uh, what you guys were about, obviously, you know, how people can help. Um, do you want to go ahead and list, um, you know, the website, uh, you know, social media, all that stuff for everyone? Yeah, it's howlforwildlife.org, not howl.org. That's, <laughs> that's wildly different. <laughs> howlforwildlife.org. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Instagram is howl, you can type in howlforwildlife, but it's howl underscore org. Same thing with Facebook, howlforwildlife. Um, you can, you can get involved there. And I really want to thank John Stone for getting involved with me on this. Um, there's, I want to thank Mike Costello in California, who's just been like, I need to clone him in every state <laughs> because of his involvement with getting people involved in these fish and wildlife meetings, which is huge. And it's made a giant difference here in California. Um, West coast archery shop. I think, you know, them, Aaron, they have been super supportive of from this bear bill thing. And so just like setting up zoom meetings and getting involved. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot more people, but that like with those four people that I've named, that's why I didn't have an email list. I didn't have anything like we started with them and this has exploded to be this big in two weeks. And it's, there's a lot more people involved, but, like I gotta just, I gotta give thanks to those people. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. one's on the horn, so that's good. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll pat myself on the back in case it's left. It's it's huge. It is. Uh, no, I mean, you know what? I mean, Aaron, you having us on here and and helping us spread the word. It's guys like it's guys like you. You know. Uh, you know he, he mentioned me, okay, but I have a lot of connections with a, with a lot of people who are, have a lot further reach than me, and and that's honestly what made just guys like you that were willing to kind of get involved and spread the word a little bit, and that's what helped it grow because, and that and that's the goal. That's the goal right there. Is to, it doesn't take a whole lot, you know. We have we have all this reach. We have all this influence on people that look up to us and respect us and so on and so forth. So it's, it's not that hard for us. It's been a few minutes, you know, you don't even have to have a big following. You, you only need to have three people who respect you, you know, <laughs> one person to respect you in the hunting world that it's that, it's, it's that big. It's that huge just to have one person that jump on board with you and be able to share the same message that we're trying to promote here, you know, and that, and that's, I think it's huge. I think, I think that's going to be our, our saving grace here moving forward uh, in the future and to, to keep the hunting heritage, hunting and fishing. Um, you know, hunting is, is more under, is under attack more than fishing for the most part, but they are, they do just, there's some bills right now that we're kind of dissecting there kind of attacking fishing here too. So, um, I don't want to leave the anglers out for sure. Um, 
Yeah, there's a big one we're working on. Yeah, and and Aaron, also, like you have been always easy to reach because um, I I know you shared you shared our our bear bill petition last year as well as Kafaru and that might you're like oh well that was an easy thing to do but it's not easy to get everybody to do that <laughs> um, on your I'm level surprised. and somebody that has a company you'd be really surprised and. That's the part of our, uh, there's some, there's some roadblocks there that we're trying to get over and I get it. Nobody knows me. Nobody knows. You know what I mean? I get it, but they are roadblocks and you've been, you've always been really supportive, um, with anytime we've had these issues, it's, it's easy to get to you and that's what it takes. It does. I mean, it, it goes a long way. So I thank you, of course. And thank you for having us on here. It's amazing. No, of course, of course. Well, um, obviously, everybody um, dive in, help these guys out, uh, doing really good things in, in a way that, that really no one um, on our side of the fence has, has done before. So I appreciate you guys hopping on, and I appreciate you know what you're doing and stay in contact, whatever whatever you guys need on our end. I'm, I'm more than willing to help you know personally and through the company. So, yeah, thank, thank you again. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good day, Aaron. Yep, you guys as well. 